0: To success with Srini. And now your host, Srini Sarapalli. It's uh, difficult
1: recording today's podcast. Hard. Because every time I turn the microphone on, I have a set agenda. Usually a question from someone, maybe some discussion I had with someone. In fact, I had a discussion with a friend of mine last night, which I wanted to talk about, which is dominant in my mind. But then as I turned the microphone on, the thought is not leaving my mind and has not left the mind since 21 years. And I remember the day, this day, 21 years ago, when my dear, dear friend, now even a closer friend, uh, called me up around 9.30 Pacific time and said, Sweeney I'm sorry what happened and I'm like I said I don't what are you talking well he says uh, you don't know what's happening I said no I remember his words man the world had changed what are you where are you like he starts he's saying where are you I remember that so the world had changed I, and I'm like uh, no no idea because I was sleeping I was sleeping my wife was sleeping and I was going through a very difficult time 21 years ago. So I was going through a, a tough time with uh, with my business. And I was new into business. And I was struggling to get the business up and running. And I had some setbacks. So it was tough. So I was negative on credit cards. Financially, I was broken. And he tells me that the Twin Towers have collapsed. And, yeah, and he doesn't say that. He says, go turn on your TV. And I, I turned the TV on, and I'll tell you, I never experienced anything as deep and as, as hard. You know, I, I remember those stills, I remember those, those videos and, the, and all that. So, so hard, and, and has never left the memory, will never leave the memory. So I wanted to pause, and I kind of took my mind there as I as I pressed the record button and you know if you lost a loved one or somebody who you knew my heart reaches out to you my heartfelt feelings and condolences to everyone who as i think this goes to all of everyone everyone i think all of us have suffered at some level uh, uh from that and we will continue to keep it in our hearts just dialing into into that conversation i had with my friend yesterday we were talking about finances we were talking about money yesterday and i was telling my friend about a simple financial plan that my grandmother had which my mother told me very late in life <laughs> and it's interesting that when 911 happened I was going through a very tough time uh, financially and that's why my goal the only thing I was doing back then was just I had so much of debt and I was so broken running a business that I had no idea what to do and how to come out of it so I used to eat and sleep and economy was already gone anyway by that time you know the dot-com economy in Silicon Valley was gone and it was a tough time to be in business, and post nine one one everything went away anyway. It took a long time before everything recovered. I've seen Nasdaq go from 5,500 to sixteen hundred, something's sixteen something. So I've seen the crash. I've seen uh, you know the emotions, the the moods, you know everything during the time. I experienced that firsthand. So talking to my friend and we were talking about I was telling the story about my grandmother which I think I have talked about here already in one of the podcasts but if you are new to this podcast, you're listening or maybe you did not listen to that episode then this is the plan my grandmother had with money which my mother told me very late so I asked my mom, I said was there any discussion on money growing up Like, how did you manage the house and all? So there was, I remember the discussion also the day I was actually driving my mother to my, to one of her infusion, you know, she was taking the chemo and, and I was taking her to, or her PET scan, PET, PET scan. And I was taking her to the scan and uh, while driving, I was talking to her, you know, and I, I was going through another episode of her going through cancer and me trying to juggle my business while, she going through her trouble here. So, and the money, discussion of money came up. So she shared this this thing with me. And, and which I think she did share also before. So this was a continued discussion that started many years ago. But she kind of, she said, your grandmother had a very simple formula with for money. Now, she said, there were 16 members in the family. And the household income was 56 rupees, which was technically $50, if you can take in, in, back in those days. So I'm referring to a discussion from 1954 and 1956. That was the timeline, 54 to, 50, 54 to 60. That was the timeline. My father was making 56 rupees a month in Indian rupees salary. And my grandmother was running the house of 16 members. And she had a plan. And this is the plan. The plan is simple 25% of that income was going towards the house, 25% was going towards the food, 25% was going to miscellaneous expenses, whatever. There were some expenses because so many kids in the house and and all that. And patients, also some, you know, older members in the family who were sick. There was a joint family then. And then 25% towards gold because gold was necessary not to save money or not to possess gold, but gold was required because as the girls in the house grew up and when their marriages are going to happen, eventually they'll be married off. At that point, gold is given as dowry. That was my grandmother's, you know, thinking. And she used that thinking in 1930s, 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. It's an interesting formula that my mother told me. And I said, you know, why not some other percentages? She said, no, that's how it is. Because in Indian rupee, 25 paise. You know, hundred paise makes one rupee. So twenty-five paise is a small little coin, and that somehow somehow four of them makes one rupee. So that's how they divide mentally. I don't know how why that is that way, but that's how they divide mentally. Now, fast forward, year twenty twenty-two. Here we are, and we are dealing with some extreme data when it comes to money, and how we plan, how we invest, how we analyze markets, and opportunities investments thanks to AI a lot is happening in this space so I was you know but the basics are the same I was drawing a very simple uh, you know parallel between what was 1930s and 40s and 50s in India growing up to now living here and just looking at how the markets work and how the economy works even today a good financial plan, is that 25% of your net income goes towards your house. Very simple. So 25% towards your mortgage, property taxes, and all that, everything related to house, 25%. And 25% goes to food and maybe, you know, some level of entertainment. I don't know, maybe, maybe utilities, something along those lines, right? Let's say utilities, food and utilities. I would actually categorize food and utilities separately, but let's say for the sake of this discussion, food and utilities, 20%. Then entertainment, transportation, and all that is 25%. And then the last 20% goes towards building emergency funds and maybe investments, kind of savings simple so the formula still applies interesting like if you go back in time by maybe two three hundred five hundred years same principle applies because if you if you look at any budget if you look at any budget there are four things you have food you have utilities you have shelter you have transportation and the budgeting doesn't show how to build emergency funds doesn't talk about how to save where to save where to invest none But those four have been around for a long, long time. So the discussion yesterday was, how do you deal with inflation? How do you deal structure, you know, your expenses and all? And I was like, simple thing. Now, this 25% formula worked back then and works back now today also, provided that you do two things. Number one, you budget. You budget all everything number 2 make sure that your expenses are less than your income simple two things if you do the two things then the 25% formula works it's a simple plan there's, there's no need for a financial planner to really do this in fact i was also i also ended up making a, a statement to my friend yesterday i said um, you know you not only invest when you make money or you save when you make money but you also save when you're not making money like everything else you are doing you are you have your food for which you are spending you have your utilities you are spending you are spending for your transportation you are spending for your shelter and all that hence if those things are true, then a certain part of that money should also be going towards saving. Now, he said, if I'm borrowing money to make my living while I'm waiting for my income to kick in, should I still be saving? Of course. If you are borrowing on credit cards or you're taking personal loans or you're, you sh- still should be saving even though you could be borrowing at 23%, and you, if you save, then you'll put that in a money market account, you probably get what 1% or 1.5%, whatever that is. Even then, you should save because it's a habit. It's a pattern. You fall into it. So a, a certain percentage of your money, as it is coming in, it's leaving, should leave from the top into a savings account, for example, you might have had 401k, or you have 401k where money is going in already pre-tax. Then post-tax also some money should go in, and post expenses some money should also go out into some some investments or some savings. So money goes out pre-tax, money goes out post-tax, and then money also goes out post expenses into. So as this pattern is there, it doesn't matter where the money is coming from, but this pattern has to be played. Now, you can't have a pre-tax and a post-tax setup when you are borrowing money, but then it's not seen as income, but it's a loan. But even as you take a loan, you spend money. A part of that money should also go into savings. It just establishes a habit and it creates uh, your life more meaningful. That habit is going to sustain uh, long after, you know, when you you start making big money and you'll, that behavior is going to be there. As simple as that. So I was sharing this principle with my friend and we got in a big debate on this, but I hope you agree with me. Okay, The idea, the reason behind me talking about that here today on the podcast is um, is to see whether you agree with me. And, and also that this is a way how this is one of the ways to... How I recovered from my post nine one one pre nine one one debacle uh, business debacle. So yeah, so there there is there are two different reasons behind today's podcast episode. Hopefully this is helpful. I still have a lot of questions and more questions are coming in as a result of my radio shows every week now. so I'm going to catch up with those questions over the next uh, few weeks um, and over the next few days, not few weeks, but few days because I think we're pretty close but we'll see that's all for now so wherever you are be safe and I'll catch up with you as early as tomorrow stay tuned
0: you've been listening to success with Srini Srini is committed to changing and transforming your life whether it's professional growth